everyone. Welcome to episode 68 of the Scallion Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. What? A year. What a year. Oh, this my This is gosh. our yearly wrap-up. It is. Every year. How do you feel about saying goodbye to 2018? Uh, good riddance, bitch. You didn't like it? You didn't have a good 2018? I mean, 2019 is going to be better. 2019 is so your year. Yeah, I think so. It's when BNA goes global. <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's the year Sky and Pancake goes global. Sky and Pancake Sky- is worldwide. 2018 already. was a good year for the pancake. A very good year for the pancake. In fact, that's what we're here to talk about right now. Yeah. So what what were the highlights of the year? This is called the Sky and Pancake Year in Review. Um, you mean personally or for the blog? No one cares about you personally, so why don't you talk about the blog? Oh. Personally, it was a really great year, too. I got a new job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you don't care about that? Well, I mean, some of our listeners might. You say whatever you want. Yeah, I got a new job, so it was a really good year there. Uh-huh. Some of our good friends got married. That you was nice. You didn't go to jail? Uh, didn't always, go to jail. Always a plus. Uh, a really good friend of ours is having a babo. Yeah. Right? Right on the just in the early, you know, the early not a smart tats morning baby. hour of 2019. Yeah, didn't plan it for taxes. No. Jason and I are starting to talk about having a baby, and he said that we have to get pregnant between January and March. Yeah. And I was like, okay, because that's how that works. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's called planning, bro. Okay. Um, Good luck with that. Why don't we go over some... What happened for you personally in 2018? Nothing really great. Let's talk Did about Did you run a marathon? No, I didn't. So Did you run a half marathon? I literally have not run one time in 2018. You haven't, have you? Yeah. Let's talk about what the pancake... What else happened for you personally? Nothing <laughs> Nothing happened to me personally. How's your chest hair? Uh, chest hair is strong as ever. I feel like it got stronger in 2018, yeah. Very. Let's, let's take a moment I think my hair is that. graying because of oh. my relationships. Relationships? Yeah. Which other ones besides me? Oh, there's a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I also got a lot of new gray hairs in 2018. I hadn't really thought about that. That's kind of a downer. Yeah. Well, yesterday you still thought you were 31. I did. And Jason was like, you're 32. And I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I don't think so. I think it's great to be alive. <sighs> Um, let's talk about what happened with the pancake. Mm. Well, let's see. So we went a lot of places. We started out the year. We went to New York. Like we always but do. Let's go global. Let's go well, macro level with the pancake. Okay. So we went to Noma. No, I'm saying okay. for the blog. What, oh. what has happened to our blog? We had a lot of, a lot of page views. So when we started the blog, we had one number of page views. We doubled it the next year. We doubled it again the next year. But at this point, we've gone beyond doubling it. I'm not good with math. So you're saying a <laughs> double, double, double. I think it's, it's not like a, we haven't quadrupled it, but yeah, maybe double, 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 like a triple. No. You know what, you know what that's <laughs> called? Uh-uh. Exponential. Yeah. Exponential growth on the blog. And that was in, in due in large part to our top 25 restaurants in Charlotte post that yeah. Jason spearheaded. So hats off to him. Yeah. It only took us six months. Yeah, but we got it done. Also, um, the other big thing with that was Noma. Yeah. We're on the sec- the top of the second page for search results when people Google Noma. Not that we've looked. That'd be so nerdy. No, we're on the, we're on the front page. No, we're the very, we looked at if it If you yesterday. Google Noma review though, we're on the top. Oh, okay. If you just Google Noma, we're on the uh-huh. second page. Okay. Which is pretty good. Yeah. For a little old blog from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's, a, it's been a good year for the pancake. It's been a good year for this podcast. Oh yeah. We've had some great guests. We've had some who's great guests. Who's been your favorite? Who's been the worst guest? Oh, I Let's can't. Let's just say the worst. Oh, I couldn't say. <laughs> Was Frankie on it? Frankie the pug? Aquapug? Oh my God. Yeah. So we saw Aquaman today and we really want to dress the pugs up like Aquapugs. Yeah. Frankie and that, is Aquapug. And that really sexy gold chest plate that the oh, guy was yeah. wearing. Oh uh, yeah. Did you know that he's married to Lisa Bonet? I don't know who that is. From the Cosby show? No. Married to, Len- okay. No. Lenny Kravitz. It's fine. Okay. He's married to Lenny Kravitz? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you lost me. Yeah, Aquaman's married to Lenny Kravitz. You lost me. You're right. Good Jew. Good Lenny day. Kravitz is a Jew. He is. Um, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> so... 
We got Aquapods. Aquapugs. Yep. So, yeah, big year for the podcast, big year for the blog. So, every year. Big year for Instagram. We hit 4,000 yes. last week. And people, we need to get to 10,000 so we can have a swipe up. That's, that's the, all we really that's want. That's the only reason we care about the numbers on Instagram. We're dying for the well, swipe up. Speak for yourself. Yeah. It's the only reason why I care about that. I want to get the swipe up on the stories. I know. So when we can say, hey, read this thing, you just swipe up. You don't have to go to another page. Yeah, we know that's taxing how, on you. Yeah. How nice would that be for you people? It'd be so nice. Tell I'm your talking friends. to you. All right. Yes. You want to talk about the top restaurants? So we've, every year since we started, mm-hmm. we started in 2015, we've done our top restaurants. Back when Jason's chest hair was not as prolific as it is now. No. It was just baby chest hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year we added a wrinkle, which we added the top five dishes because mm-hmm. we felt like sometimes, you know, uh, you could have a really good dish, but it might not be a top five meal. So the top five restaurants is really the top five meals we had for the year. And then the top five dishes are the single individual dishes. That's so, right, little tuna. So we're going to stop with, we're going to start with our top five restaurants of the year mm-hmm. worldwide. Mm-hmm. Sky and Pancake is worldwide. Do you and think we're any start with, restaurants made it? We're going to start with number five. Number five. Number five. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. You should go first. Okay, so this was, and we always have controversial picks, and we never share them with each other. I mean, we know them now because we've seen the blog post, which will go up on Tuesday. No, yeah, but Jason wrote his, and I didn't look at his, and then I wrote mine. So yeah. I, was, I went back after I finished it and read his, and... He really surprised me with a few of these. Yeah, so I feel no, like you were more surprising this year, or I was more well, surprised. Well, if last we all year. remember last year, you said the tomato soup. Um, yeah. At, at Machu Picchu. So was, after we hiked Machu Picchu, you said the tomato soup was one of your top five dishes. We, and to be honest, you should really feel bad for yourself. We went to this restaurant that was like, you know, like the Incan chilies. Like it wasn't a very good restaurant. It is a step up from Lincoln <laughs> Chili's, but yeah, it was like going to, but we had, it was like going to Burton's. But we'd hiked for like eight hours. And I love Burton's. And I was so tired and so hungry and it just brought me back to life. You know, it was more of a memory. All right. So you're going to start with yeah. your number five. All right. My number five is Restaurant Koo. K-U-U. Yeah. This one really In Helsinki, me. Finland. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Because you're probably wondering why. Um... There was just, so it gets really, it stays light in Finland because you're so high up. We went in beginning of July. So right after the summer solstice. So, so it was, right now it's dark all the time. <laughs> yeah. Literally doesn't terrible. And then it was light all the time. But yeah, so we, so it was, we had a reservation at 10 PM. It was completely bright outside. We go there. Which was so fun, but also so disorienting. Yeah. And we like, were, I don't know how I, I never knew how I felt about it. We were. You know, we had, I had picked, we actually had a reservation the next night at Grom, which was voted best restaurant in Finland. So this was kind of like a throwaway night. Like we're going to go have some traditional Finnish food. Well, we just Googled where to have reindeer. Yeah. Traditional, we, we which is reindeer. They were known traditional. For. And, and this place came we up. We stumbled upon restaurant two. And I have to say it was just a lovely, lovely meal. I thought every dish was very good. I thought the reindeer presentation was excellent. We had a blueberry vodka, which was very good. Um, we had some sort of dessert that I don't remember off the top of my head, but I just remember thinking, wow, this was like, this exceeded my expectations. This was just a classic meal. And I'm going to remember this probably more than I'm going to remember restaurant Grom. That's why I made number five for me. I feel like that was a really like surprising choice though. I feel like that's kind of the same. You chose that for sort of the same reason that I chose yeah, but the, the food. W- but the food was very good. Right. The food was really good, well. but it was also like a lot about the feeling for you. Right. Yeah. The, the, so, absolutely. You know, and Absol- I, but there's I difference between a tomato soup. We don't have to argue. I'm trying to agree with you. All right. No, we so, do have to so argue. Don't be a dick. It's 2018. <laughs> yeah. Let's get all of our arguing out of the way in 2018. Thank you. There's still a fight for you. 2019. That'd be nice. God, Seattle was horrible for our fighting. What's your number five? Anyway, well, I, I wanted to speak more to Restaurant Koo. Speak to it, girl. I just really like the reindeer. We had really yeah. good service there. And one of the things that you mentioned there, and that was true, is that sometimes when we go on these trips, we get like a little too overzealous with tasting menus and things. And I remember that you mentioned it was nice to just have like 
a regular meal. Like it was like you said, really good, like a high, it was like a high class establishment, but it was also like, it wasn't like you're going to have 17 courses and like, you're going to be sweating yeah. <laughs> and hate yourself by the end. You know, like it yeah, was, it just, was a happy surprise. Yeah. It was just like, Very yeah, we didn't surprise. have big expectations. And then we had a lovely walk home where yeah. it was still light and we played on this fun swing set. Yeah. Um, and you were, you climbed all the way to the top of this like fun. I'm very monkey-ish. Ladder thing. Yeah, yeah. I learned that and I was really impressed and I could only get up like three steps. And I liked our hotel there because they had lingonberry soaps. Yes. It was a good place. Good I always, times. I always save the soaps from our hotels so I can remember our journeys. Uh-huh. They had a pink salt soap at the hotel in Seattle. I took two. All right. <laughs> You're not very. You're what's not very what's your number today. five? I'm just learning a lot about you. Okay. Well, my number. Well, I had two. Um, oh, we did have some honorable honorable mentions. mentions. But you want to do that at the end? No. Yeah, go ahead should. and do the honor because I didn't have an honorable mention for this part. Okay. You just did for the dishes. Yeah. Okay. So I don't. Yeah. So I just did just did one honorable mention, um, and it's Bardo, and I feel like maybe that's kind of um, I should have saved that for later, but. It was close, but we ate so many good places that um, nothing yeah. in Charlotte made my list. But if something in Charlotte would have made my list, it definitely would have been Bardo. Because as we've discussed, Bardo seems like it's meant for, you know, a much larger, more sophisticated food city than Charlotte. And we're so lucky to have it. And we love our Bardo friends. Um, and it just didn't quite make my list. But yeah, that was my honorable mention. Um, and the other reason why I picked Bardo is because it makes, for my honorable mention, is because it makes Jason really, really happy. Yeah. And I, I do know, like Bardo. There's very few things make you happy anymore. You're so cranky. Yeah. So I like that Bardo makes you happy still. My life has t- taken a turn for the negative. Mm-hmm. There's only like three things that make him happy, and Bardo's one, so I'm grateful for that. <laughs> um, so my number five is Major Domo in mm-hmm. L.A., David Chang. Yes. Uh, so a recent one back from the beginning of November. Yes. The restaurant with all the drama that we talked about, if you listen to our LA baby episode, um, caused a family rift. Sure. We're never going to see that side of the family again. We hate our family. What's new? I mean, it was worth a family <laughs> separation for this. I don't need to see that part of your family ever again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a great night. Um, the best part was probably the Bing bread, which you got to have again in New York. Um, oh, yeah just this like best hybrid of non and lafa like we discussed on the East la- other west pod. yeah and then we had it with this mound of foie gras shaved foie gras oh, it was so good i just had a great night we met our friends our la friends yeah and it was just we and, saw, and david, we saw david was there. Chang. we saw him <laughs> yeah with my eyes which is pretty damn cool so i felt his breath yeah I definitely felt it from all the way across the restaurant. I think yeah. he breathed on our food. Oh. I hope he did. Yes. So, yeah, that was that was number five for me. Strong five. Strong five. Could have been a four. Yeah. Wasn't. It was very hard this year picking the top five because we know. went to so many good restaurants. We did. We went so many places. And this next one's going to be controversial. Okay, what's your number because, four? Because uh, you didn't like this place. Mm. And it's 11 Madison Park. Not on my list. Yeah. yeah not even a runner-up. Didn't. Even I prefer Bardo. Come to your top five. Yeah. Yeah. I well. Here's, so why is it your four? Here, <laughs> wow! Look at your watch. Like you're. At, are we out of time now? No, it's just I have this phantom <laughs> buzzing that's happening because now because I'm not used to having an eye watch and now I think I feel it buzzing all the time. Uh, it's an Apple Watch. It's not an eye watch. Oh, I I call it an eye watch. Yeah, and uh, Steve Jobs is coming out of his grave <laughs> and slap you with his <laughs> to grab my neck. Pee-pee. I actually call it a Y watch. Yeah, it's a Y watch. Anyway. And a Y-phone. 11 Madison Park. Because mm-hmm. it had some of the most memorable dishes for me of the year. And that's why. The duck didn't make my top five dishes. Because, oh, wow. Eye roll. I wish you people it. could see that it. That was just for you. I wish you people could see that I'm eye roll. I'm sorry. This duck was not that good. Uh, I've false. had better duck pretty much anywhere else <laughs> I've had duck. False. False. <laughs> false. I would have rather that duck false. lived. False. Let me tell you that. No. You're a hundred percent false. That, that duck is one of the best ducks, one of the best dishes in the entire world. Mm. And it didn't make it cause I just didn't want to duplicate the favorite dishes. So, uh, I loved the truffle, um, salad that we had there. I love the caviar dish. There were a lot of good dishes there. I think it, it just didn't wow us. Like we thought it was going to wow us. So it, it's very traditional sort of in the way that we found the French laundry to be. 
Yeah, but, it's a very old fashioned but there, style. But there were no food. dishes that I thought were nothing bad. you'd turn your nose up at, no, but yeah. nothing but for that price tag. I mean, this is my top five. No, I know. So I'm just telling you why it might. It I think the best thing at 11 Madison Park was the black and white cookie, the very first course. Yeah, do and, like and the pretzel at the end. I mean, black and they white have cookie. a lot of good stuff that you remember where there's some of these restaurants you go to and it's like, I don't like from French Laundry. I remember the oysters and the pearls, and that's pretty much it. And the desserts, but the desserts weren't that good. You just remember them because of how they came out. Yeah, they bring them out like fireworks, like super fast. But yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, and I really remember the thing that stands out to me the most from the French Laundry was our service. We did have spectacular service. Yeah, Gareth. Um, <laughs> Gareth, that's the French Laundry. Does that, did That's I say, what you just said. Oh, sorry. I meant 11 Madison Park. Well, why don't you say what you mean? French Laundry, we had weird service because they overcharged you by <laughs> one whole tasting. Yeah. Oops. They <laughs> fixed it, though. I know. That's weird, though. Um, <laughs> it's a big mistake. But I, I liked, and I also just like the vibe at 11 Madison Park. I feel like it's very friendly. It's not, it, like, you don't feel like you're stepping on pins and needles over there. Yeah, we like the I, I like the vibe. I like, I think it's a, like, the, classic new york and uh that's why it made number four for me and i think that might be why you like it more too just because you have so many you know like you love new york because you lived there for a while classic new york yeah so it has a special place in your heart new york all right um my number four was al's place in san francisco our our best friends Andrew and Sharon are going to love friend of the pod i know can you believe it andrew yeah this is this is for real though so it's three blocks in their house. Yeah, they're so lucky. Hashtag blessed. And they do, it's a lot of it is, I remember when we first heard about it, um, someone said it was like really vegetable heavy. Um, and, it, and it is, yeah. but it's not, um, it's not just vegetables. No, God, no. But, you know, like they do a really good, um, like they did some beef fat fries that, I, that stand out to me that had like this apple cider um, dipping sauce, like an apple cider mm. mayonnaise. Yeah. But, um, so the two most impress- impressive dishes to me were, um, I love the radishes and the butter. Yes. It's a classic French, you know, it, you can say dish really, but you know, it's a combination. Um, but classic. I loved it when you use like really high quality butter and salt and, you know, really fresh radishes. Um, that was just impressive. And the plating was stunning. But the number one thing there for me, they had a salad that you ate with your hands. Yeah, oh yeah, I knew you'd love that. And it had lots of... Um, Red lettuce and butter lettuce and like just the dressing. I mean, like I'm not even just saying it because of the novelty of eating it with your hands. Like it was the best salad I've ever had. It had all these herbs, oh. um, but it was fun to like be with four people and sit there and eat off of a platter. Like salad Would off you of call a it platter. Herbaceous? It was herbaceous. Yes. Yeah. Um, we just had a, oh, oh my god, we had this like caramel brownie too, which is like such a boring dessert on the face of it, but it was so delicious like when you guys ordered that i was like caramel brownie i'm not even impressed but then like i wanted to push all you guys out of your chairs and just eat it all myself yeah it was so good i don't know i just i like the vibe um it's really small in there that would have made my top 10 house place i really liked house place there's so many in san francisco that didn't like mr jews i love mr jews yeah didn't even i considered mr jews but didn't yeah. make my list but I was just reading an article about how San Francisco has this huge crisis with their homeless population, which is something that we've definitely noticed when we've been lately. Um, when you're down by the financial center, I mean, it's just insane. Yeah, and, and the it, Tenderloin. Yeah, and Tenderloin is actually probably even better than the financial district at this point. And they're, they're saying that it might start to hurt their tourism. I mean, it's pretty insane. <laughs> Why do you keep looking at me? I'm not blankly? looking at you. It's a podcast. Thinking, you have to talk. I'm thinking about the homeless people and how we can help them. What if we gave them each a pud? <laughs> what if we gave them all radishes with cultured butter and salt? I think that would solve the problem. Okay, number three. Yeah. My number three. I, I just blanked, so I had to look. Oh, this one, this one also made your top five. Did it? Yeah, it did. It's a telly trend. Oh, yes. Um, big year for Dominique Crenn. Even big bigger year. year for Dominique Crenn than for big the pancake. Big year. She got her third Michelin uh, star. Which, if you read our blog post, the, my blog post is largely dedicated to the fact that she did not have a third star. And so, w- would you say that 
maybe you pushed it over the edge. Maybe it yeah. was Scallion Pancake. Yeah. I think they gave her the third star. Absolutely. There's not a doubt in my mind. Merci beaucoup. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, just. I mean, it was wrong and someone realized it. Someone righted that wrong. One of my favorite tasting, like traditional French style, like just classic uh, serving, you know, they did a lot of presentations at the table just from the very beginning. But it wasn't at all classic French food. It was crazy shit. Like it was yeah, like, yeah, it was crazy shit, but like, just the, the, like one of the, but it was French style. There was like a palate cleanser type course that was matcha with bone broth, which is crazy. Yeah. But it's, it's French style mm-hmm. and they had, they had cool stuff. First of all, the reason why I picked it had the best dessert, best dessert of the year, which was the coconut. Um, it's a coconut pineapple pudding served in a coconut that's made out of chocolate yeah but also they served all of these truffles in a real cacao pod hey is this my number three oh sorry god anyway go on that's it i just want to talk about the cacao pod yeah well they had really cool stuff like that they also let you pick your knife for Mm. the which i loved um for like the one they just had really cool stuff yeah i'm surprised it made your list though because you were a little bummed on the lack of meat i felt like why would I be bummed on the lack of meat? Because I think you said that I don't, to me. I don't think that's... Okay. Uh, we went to Noma this year. Had no meat. I know. I'm so sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. I know no, we're not supposed to say it. First rule of comedy or something. Yeah. So we got to pick our <laughs> knives. Yeah. Yeah. Pick your knives. I'm trying to teach Jason about the rules of improv because he keeps saying no to me on this podcast. And, and let's I be said, real. I'm the funny one. So... Okay. The funny looking one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Atelia Cren, number three. Yeah. She deserves it. Love her. Yeah. We were also a little underdressed for that one. We always, uh, the two the two tasting menus I felt underdressed to would be Atelier Cren and 11 Madison Park. Because the problem is that. Oh, I don't think so. A lot of the times we're walking around like 15 miles beforehand. No, Osteria Francescana was the only place I felt underdressed. I thought we looked nice at Austria, Francesca. And we went there, and that didn't make either of our top fives. No. Number one restaurant in the world right now. Its absence is glaring. <laughs> Allora. Allora. Yeah, What's I wore a jean three? jacket to Atelier Cran, and I felt bad. Um, mine was really random. I feel like it's like my the one curveball on my list. Uh-huh. So we went to a mass in Copenhagen. This is not a curveball. This, is, this almost made my top five. But it didn't make it when we went for the full tasting back in the fall of 2017. Yes. I wasn't, there were a few standout dishes, um, particularly the potato bread. Um, but I, we were still thinking about the potato bread, which is fermented sourdough potato bread, um, to such an extent that it made us want to go back when we were there this summer. And we had also just seen the somebody feed Phil for Copenhagen. We watched that actually when we were in Finland. Yeah. Um, so we were already like, into our Copenhagen trip. And we Real were like, deep. we really need to go back to a mass and try it again. Um, and if you sit at the bar, you can order off of a small menu. Otherwise you have to get the tasting if you're sitting in the restaurant. So we took a, they don't take reservations for these bar seats either. So we took a pretty big gamble. Um, and cause we walked there from where we were staying and a mass is really far out. Um, but it's like the hot place now cause it's right past Noma and mm-hmm. there's a couple other, um, new restaurants popping up there forget the area of town it's called i know it has a really long crazy name yeah it's kind of uh, it's it's like the hip it's like the edge of town hip place where people like to party now all of these like um factories are there yeah so yeah but um we kind of took a gamble because we walked like it's like it was like an hour and 20 minutes ish an hour at least it was maybe in uh, metric it was far um Oh, yeah, it's in Riefschelhaven. Riefschelhaven. We need Olivia to pronounce. Yeah, she's so good. Um, yeah, so anyway, so we went there, and we were lucky, and we got a seat. Um, two seats, actually, one for each of us. Uh, but I had, <laughs> I had the best Aperol spritz. Oh, yeah. And we had just been in Italy. Better than that. Yeah. So good. Um, and then I had another glass of something, so we were a little litty, as the kids say. Yeah. Um, they don't say that anymore because, you know, adults say it. But. I've never heard it or said it. Oh, okay. Well, it's Litty. passe now. Litty. 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then we got the potato bread, which was just as good as I remembered. Yeah. Right? It's just oh, yeah. like this little disc of like it's warm and doughy. Oh, it's so good. It's like so tangy. It's mm-hmm. dense. Oh, yeah. Anyway. And then we also got this chicken. And I don't even like chicken. Do I no, like, do God, I like no. chicken? No. Do I ever order chicken? No. If we see a chicken on the road, you swerve to try to hit it. That's how much you hate them. <laughs> hate those chickens. I say, why did the chicken cross the road? And this one won't. Yeah. <laughs> Go back or die. <laughs> bop, bop. Um, and it just, I don't know. It was just chicken with this sauce. Very good. And it was so simple and it was so savory. And Jason and I, I think part of what made this so good too is that we were, I was pretty hungry and we were splitting this. And I wanted to stab your hand with a fork. It's so hard to split food with Jason because one of his bites is like five of my bites. Like I eat more frequently than Jason, like throughout the day. And Jason just eats like one big meal and he eats it like in three bites. You eat very quickly. Big bites. <laughs> so I felt like I wanted more of it and I couldn't have it, you know? Big so bites. it was, it was tough, but I don't know. It was just, it's fun there. And it's like in this old, it's like in this warehouse. It's very cool decor. One of the coolest I don't know if it's old, looking restaurants that, but it's a we've warehouse. ever been to. Really tall ceilings. They have murals on the wall that they change all the time. And it had been changed since we'd been they there. They have the gnome with the middle finger sticking up, which we have now that yep. I bought in Italy. Jason liked it so much, he bought one. Yeah. And it's just like this edgy vibe. And I don't know, the food was just... And they're known for their fried chicken, which they make like once a year. They do it on their birthday. And we were actually there for their birthday, but we happened to be... I think we're in Italy like that week, so mm-hmm. we missed it. Sucks. Yeah. I so when we go that. back... We also had a really good dessert um, that was like wood sorrel um, or like granita. Yeah. It was really good. So I don't know why I I said wood sorrel. (laughs) I think it's just sorrel. You really need to think about what you did. (laughs) All right. My number two. Uh Uh-huh. This is going to be a little controversial. Oh, God. But it was the Jake Bittenhelt pop-up at Bardo. It's controversial now. It's controversial because he is basically a alleged sex offender. No, not a sex offender. Wife beater? Yeah. Yeah. Domestic, Domestic abuser. Yeah. Not alleged. He pled guilty. Yeah, he pled so, guilty. <laughs> but you know what? The food was very good. Um, we're still waiting for the menu. For yeah, him. we really want to write a blog post on it, but apparently he will not. He won't tell Bardo. Supply. He won't supply <laughs> I don't know it if we to should them. say that. that but might be it was just, it was, you know, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't read. And we didn't know about his history. We didn't read anything before we went. Everyone was like, you haven't seen 42 grams. I thought they were going to just find a cross and nail us to it right then and there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, no, I've never heard of 42 grams. And honestly, I'm glad I hadn't because knowing that, you know, knowing those things. Well, here's the thing is like, he was kind of already, he was kind um, of mean to his wife in the documentary too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like you have to, it's like going to Chick-fil-A. They're crazy right-wing people that don't Closed really like the Jews. Yeah. But you but know damn what? damn those waffle fries. Yeah, so exactly. Good. So you know what? I'm not going to hold it against the entire, you know, if I made a political statement about everything, I would be eating probably nowhere. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly his, you know, his creative genius comes at a little bit of a price. Yeah, and not everyone's not perfect. And he apologized for what he did. And, we, and uh, his food was really good. And it was... <laughs> They had some of so. some of the dishes were that eggplant. Um, was it lamb? Now I'm drawing a blank. It was eggplant encrusted. Um, it's either beef or lamb. Anyway, there were some. Some of the dishes were just incredible. We didn't know what we were getting into, and it was a magical night. And it and it just I was so happy that something like that was happening in Charlotte. It just made me so happy. We were still hungry after, so we went to Bojangles. We were still hungry. Um, and that does, that happens sometimes. That's never uh, happened at a 12 course tasting. That, that, no, never that at does, a large tasting. That does like kind of. Sour it a little. Kind of sour it a little bit. Because that's, that's like actually what people think of tastings is like, oh my gosh, it's like a quarter size and no, it costs I've never, $300. I've, but normally, I've never been to a restaurant no. with a tasting where I've come out hungry. And for me to still be hungry. I mean, you know. Yeah. Jeez. You're a dainty lady. I'm a dainty lady. Some of the and I was like, take me to Bojangles. Also, some of the cocktails that Amanda did that so night. It was the best the cocktail pairing. Almond. Um, the coconut one? 
Or no, the other one at the last one. It was almond. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. I don't know what. But also the first one with coconut. It was so good. Magical night. Very happy. And then they had a sommelier there. I mean, my God. I mean, they they didn't quite feed us enough, but they certainly made sure (laughs) there was enough to drink. Yeah, you... Like we we weren't didn't really drink too much, but yeah, they were. Serving. Well, we didn't finish them, but I couldn't have had another sip. The guy next to us did though, because I yeah. He well, finished but mine yeah, but too. he he Ubered. We yeah, both drove, so we should. had to cut ourselves off. But um, my God, there was a lot of alcohol. Yeah, so good. Uh, very happy for Bardo. My my parents went to Bardo on Friday. Yeah. and loved it, and I feel like that's a sign. That's huge. Yeah, yeah even they said like this is the best old people in Charlotte, from Fort so, Mill. Yeah, <laughs> old people from Fort Mill. So, yeah, that was my number two. What's your number two? Oh, gosh. Be prepared. I don't even, I don't even know. Be prepared. I was still thinking about how you say Bickelhaupt. Sounds really German, doesn't it? I like the way Jason says it. I know what your number two is. Oh, yeah. My number two is Atelier Creme. Yeah. Which we've already talked about um, a little bit. But what did I love so much about it? Well, I loved the, you know, the poem. That the menu was a poem. Wow, they got you on the kitschy poem. <laughs> I don't think it wasn't kitschy though. Poseidon, it was fun. Poseidon's breath comes to take your body away. Uh, you didn't like the poem. Uh, you thought it was cheesy. I mean, I I like the concept of it. I think it's a little, hmm. a little cheesy. See, I didn't think it was corny. But that's me. But that's me. Okay. It made my list. It was number three or yeah, number four. I just everything to me. Like very rarely do we go to a, to a tasting where like everything is like a 10 for me and that's how Atelier Crenn was um, like to me there wasn't one misstep from just all the way through um, actually oddly enough I, like I liked the service least of all <laughs> of anywhere we've been and usually that's pretty important to me they didn't have bad service but it was a little cold which is interesting because you know people it was always very say French. French people are cold but yeah we were just talking about that the other day I never never felt that way no, 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 in no, France no, for no. real the French people were very nice just that's the way they serve yeah it's it's a, it's a little colder it's just professional it's just serious they're not going to laugh no and then of course there was the pen incident they will cry which the pen incident yeah you know i thought we they, won, i thought they could have yeah we have the pen they but might i thought have they could won. have handled it a little better they might have won the battle but we won the french revolution I mean, war <laughs> They didn't know that we were going to go on to help her get her third star. You know, how yeah. could they have... We needed that pen to write the post. Yeah, exactly. We so, write everything in our Atelier friend. Yeah, pen. but I just... You should definitely go read that post of ours if you haven't, because I put a lot of love into that. Like I said, it was like my love letter to her. I just... Yeah. And well, and when we post this, they all link back to mm-hmm. each yeah. one that we And wrote. the very so first bite on that, the one if you've seen the, her chef's table, um, a little like white chocolate kirsch cherry ball... Um, for an amuse-bouche where you just, you know, you put it in your mouth and it explodes. That was really good. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. Uh, I just loved it all. So, yeah. Yay, Atelier Cren. I know. Um, okay, we both have the same number one. Duh. Uh, the number one, it's Noma. There was and it's no not, question. It's not even close. No. Like, people asked, like, was it worth it? Yes. It's like, I was listening to David Chain's podcast, which I highly recommend if you don't. And he's like, there's some places where if you get a table, like you find a way to get there, even if it's like 24 hours later, that's Noma is the only place where I would do that. If someone was like, Hey, I have a reservation at Noma for tomorrow. Can you make it? I'd be like, yes. And I would find a way to go because it's, yeah. it was that good. Jason was already like, is there any way we can go to Noma in January? And yeah. I was they like, released some tables so. for the seafood menu and, uh, yeah, I, I, I cont- if it wasn't tat season, I would contemplate doing a 48-hour crazy trip to go because it's just, it's a magical place just from the moment you walk onto the grounds to the moment you leave the grounds. Seeing Rene Redzepi right when the door, I, mean, which I didn't even know that I was seeing him, but the fact that I got that shot. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that he was literally three feet away from you and you didn't. Right, but you had made me so nervous. You were like, make sure you get that shot no matter what, that I didn't even see. It was very important that you got like the shot. I like blacked out, but I did get it. And it was just like, but yeah, but even if he wasn't there, like to open the door and have the entire staff of the restaurant yeah, be standing it, it, there, there was wow, clapping for you. There was like 20 wow moments. Yeah. Like just. Well, yeah. Walking up, seeing like the greenhouse and. The, the people I mean, we met, like we met cool people there. We met the coolest people, our, our Australian friends. Good day. Um, Crikey. And. 
I mean, you could just, there were also a lot of cool people. <laughs> I wasn't in there. trying to offend you with my, my terrible accent. We're all very offended. Yeah. Um, I'm still not over C. Irwin, just for the record. <laughs> it's Rest painful. In peace. It's a hard memory. It was painful for him. Um, Stingray to his gut. I know, and Stingrays are so gentle. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I love Noma. I love everything about it. Uh, I think we went for the best season, vegetable I think season. So too. From everything that, that I've seen, like, it just yeah they the put dishes stuff out the about the game season which i mean I it's over game season's yeah, over now it's, i know now it's seafood but, season but i mean i'd be happy to go and we went the first them, year it reopened and i would be shocked if it doesn't take over number one restaurant in the world again if it year. doesn't there's no justice <laughs> yeah i mean it, i mean i, I find I it hard to anyway, believe it's not gonna be number one but yeah like you said who's judging i mean 11 madison park's number one so yeah who's judging indeed exactly so uh, yeah, uh, everything about Noma, just the huga room at the end. Yeah. The first dish where it's a pot and you drink soup, potato soup out of it. Yeah. The it's a little potato pot, plant. The shawarma. Shawarma made from celeriac. Yeah. The, the fried marigolds, just everything. The mold pancake. Yeah. You love the mold pancake. So much. So. It was the best. What a, what, I mean. It was a dream come true. And if any of you ever get a chance to go to Noma, like it's, it, it's worth it. Like all, you know, not to say that these other places that we go aren't worth it because they are, but like Noma is like really worth it. Should we talk about the fact that Austria Francescana is not on this list? Because <sighs> people are especially, I know Allie, Papa John. Yeah. I mean, LT. I really, it could have made the list for me like over 11 Madison Park. It could have made um, it. It would have made a top ten list. Yeah, it, it's gonna make our like it's gonna have a place on our top five dishes. I just think we were underwhelmed, especially after Noma, and we had really high expectations. So you know, it was still really good. Yeah, but, maybe it's because it came after Noma. But part of these part of the, this list is like our experience there. So you could definitely have a different experience. Yeah, that's like what you always talk about, right? Like it depends a lot on you know just everything. Well, also everything we went converges. to Eleven Mess in part two, like some of the dishes we got mm-hmm. happen to be like not as good as some like the day before and the yeah. day after. We see on Instagram so you that can, we maybe like, and French laundry too. We feel like we, we got like a boring menu at those places so, and it yeah, could have been different the very unlucky, next day. Um, but yeah, or, yeah I mean, the Austria, chefs could be having an off day. Yeah. I mean, we were just, I mean, it was a trek like in order to get to Austria, Francescana, like it was, <laughs> we took, it was hard, a very long train ride. Yeah. We you had to take a train. So it was like an we hour. Had to walk. Well, we had to walk to the train um, and, station. And it just the atmosphere, the, the most disappointing thing was the atmosphere. I think if the atmosphere, like if yeah. we would have had the meal we had, but at a Noma atmosphere, it would have completely changed our perspective. And in case no one, you know, people didn't listen to that episode. Um, and plus the acoustics were kind of bad on that episode because we did it when we were in Copenhagen. But everything was very sectioned off. So like all the, the restaurant was like a series of like a lot of little rooms. Yeah. And the room that we were in had two other tables um, and no windows. I mean, so, and you couldn't see the kitchen, obviously. So you just felt very secluded and it was strange. I mean, we did see Massimo Batura. Yeah, I mean. And the fact that he was there and came around to every table and took pictures with people. Yeah, I mean, he was awesome. It's just beyond kind. Yeah, like loved him. Great personality, obviously. I loved a lot of the, di- I mean, honestly, I, I loved a lot of the food that I had. I just think that, the fact that we were in like a room, we felt secluded. Like it felt long. Like it was one of those things where I was like, I want this to end. And that's never a good sign. Um, I read most of his book on the long train ride back. <laughs> yeah. And, and that it, made me appreciate a lot of the dishes more. I mean, I'd had seen, you know, the shows, but reading the book and like in his own words, that was yeah, it would illuminating. Have been, it would have been re- better to read that, uh, that book before mm-hmm. and then i also Just thought there was things. one thing there that i think about all the time from there and jason got the mocktail pairing yeah, and one of the last mocktail. mocktails was a coffee mocktail like an iced coffee um i just think about it all the time yeah it was I, mean, so, I didn't even it wasn't even my drink i only had a few sips of yours and like i, I mean just the stuff they did was, it was really amazing. cool if you were like going if you were going there and you were expecting like a white tablecloth sit down like French laundry experience, I think you would have been very happy. Like it was, mm-hmm. but we were just expecting, you know, he's so Something creative and inventive. Creative. And yeah. Not that some of the dishes weren't creative, but yeah. 
That's all. The lemon, oops, I dropped the lemon tart caused a pretty big marital argument. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think that dish is very clever. I think it was wow. in 1999. Wow. But I don't yeah. think now. I don't think cost- we need to relitigate oh. <laughs> the oops, I dropped the lemon tart situation. All right. We'll we don't need to have night. a fight. All right. You want to do our top five dishes? Yeah, let's do our top five dishes. All right. You start, with yeah. them, since I started before, you start with your number five. No, you start with Little Tuna. Okay. I like our format. All right. My number five was the Aqua Chile. You didn't have any honorable mentions? I d- oh, I did have one honorable mention, which was the pickled onion rings from Major Domo. I mm. love the pickled onion rings from Major Domo. God, those were so good, you guys. I could have easily made the list. Pickled onion rings with French onion dip. Just let that sink in. And there's, oh, there's a, a lot of dishes. Of there's probably right more now. honorable mentions that I'll think of as we're doing this that... Uh, it's really hard to narrow down five dishes. Like it was harder for the dishes than it was for the places for, for me. sure. And a lot of that is about, again, like the feeling, right? Which, but that says something, right? I mean, you, it's all kind of everything taken together, but of yeah. course a lot of that's something we bring in like a certain trip, but um, I have two honorable mentions. So my first one was um, Jean Cato's silken tofu. Rest in peace. <laughs> No, Jane Cato didn't leave us, but he did leave the city Charlotte. of Charlotte. Yeah. He went back to Chicago. Um, as I heard one of our foodie friends say, I hope that... What did you do to the snowman? I didn't do anything to the snowman. What the heck? You took his eyes off. So we bought in Seattle this little stress ball snowman, and we take it everywhere, and we touch it whenever we feel sad, which is a lot. So I guess Jason's been... T- wore his eyes off. He's been touching him so much. Do you feel sad? I feel sad. <laughs> Now he's looking at anyway, me. Anyway, talk about Gene Anyway, Cato. well, I just want to say it's like the best stress ball. It's like particularly, it's like doughy. It's not like a typical like foam stress ball. Yeah. You can really put him into any shape you want. Anyway. I just not a sponsor. Shout out to the stress ball snowman. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, Gene Cato went back to Chicago. Maybe we did not show him enough love as a city, um, but what yeah. a brilliant chef. And it's sad that we lost him. Yeah. I'm not surprised he left because he's so good, but... Um, he had this really great um, silken tofu dish with some uh, some roe on top. Jason missed that. It was actually a blogger event um, with some sliced garlic on top, and it was just blew my mind. And I like that was the beginning of the the meal that he prepared for us. And I was like, oh shit, this guy's super talented. And yeah, it just really set the tone, as your mother would say. Yeah, for the rest of the meal, just exactly. like wedding invitations set the tone for the wedding. Shout out to the $3,000 we spent. Um, one more. Uh, That's too soon. Honorable mention was the um, Jasper Hill Farm Cheesecake from In Situ. So In oh, Situ yes. is a place in San Francisco where they recreate dishes from famous chefs all over the world. Um, and there's this place called Tickets in Barcelona, which seems like a really freaking cool restaurant. And they have a dessert. We're going there this year. Hopefully. They have a dessert. No, no, we're going there. We are going there. Yeah. They have a happening. dessert room. It's made to look like Willy Wonka. Like it's got like giant like replicas of food on the wall and it's like all colorful and magical. And they serve this cheesecake that's um, like a sweet mascarpone cheese. Looks like a wheel of cheese. Looks like a full wheel of like brie or mascarpone cheese or whatever. And then it's covered in like this pliable white chocolate and the inside is it's creamy cheese. Yeah. Um, and then they serve it with these cookies and it was just cookies. really cool. And we love in situ. It's yeah. one of our favorite restaurants, um, I'd say. Yeah, I love Vincent too. Yeah, because you get to like, you know, like we love you to go to, to those restaurants anyway, but you get to like act like you're there. Yeah. We actually had the Noma dessert, a dessert from Noma there many years ago. Yeah, many years ago. And then we went two to years Noma. ago. Allora. Oh, um, 2015. All right, number five for me is the Aqua Chile from Sanchez. Oh. So there's so many good restaurants in Copenhagen. Like I could have just... Everything could have been on Copenhagen, but I just love Sanchez. I, she has, so she has three taco shops and then she has a actual, she worked at Noma. Yeah. She was a pastry chef. She mm-hmm. was pretty, she was at Noma for a long time. Uh, still friends with Rene Redzepi. And he, he actually loved this dish too. Like he put it on his stories and was like, this is incredible. So it was basically, um, a fish. I think it was hamachi or, um, some sort of fish and it had a, you know, had different, um, fruits. And then it was in this broth that was like 
right on the edge of being too spicy where you couldn't eat it. And I just love that. I love how they went for, they just, they went for it. Um, it wasn't something that you would see on a normal, at a normal restaurant because it was like really going for it. And I just loved it. I love how it like made you, it was like a, wow, this thing is spicy, but the flavors were so good. Like it was, it was incredible. And she served it to us, which I liked. Yeah, that was amazing. She just casually dropped the dish off. Is that like the dish, actual dish she dropped off? Uh, I think she actually drops out the tamale. Mm. But yeah, I loved it there. It was I had a tasting of mezcal, which was great. Uh, but the best part there for me was the licorice popsicle. Oh, yeah. So she made her paletas, mm-hmm. which are popsicles. But yeah, no, the aqua chile was just, it was probably the most unique dish we had all year. I, yeah, and like, it was super just spicy. really cool. Everything there was so spicy where it's like normally when they tell you something spicy, you're like, okay. But just to put it in like a normal, like we got the five course tasting or whatever. And it was to put it in that, like, you know, there might be spicy stuff on the menu, but you asked for it to be spicy. Like for them to do it like this. Yeah. I just thought it was a bold move. Really cool. Yeah. So that was my number five. What's your number five? Um, Mine is the coconut dessert from Atelier Grand. Ah, If we haven't talked about that enough. Yes. That's how good it was. Um, just to say one more thing about it. One of the things I liked the most about it was how big it was. It was super big. Like really we could have shared it. And I think a lot, like a lot no, of places have. would have had us share it, but yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to. Um, and I just liked how you could eat the bowl and <laughs> it was, it was just, it was like the greatest dessert I've ever had. Yeah. I, that Coconut, one could have, that one could have easily made my list. So many different textures. All right. My number four. Okay. Is the number 19 from Langer's Deli. Oh, the pastrami. Even your dad liked that one. I mean, this was, so last year I had Joe's, um, I had the Z-Man from Joe's Barbecue. This is my sandwich of the year. It was, How does it compare to the Z-Man? But completely different sandwiches. Yeah. So we're not going to even, they, they're both great. I'm not going to pick my favorite sons. <laughs> uh, but, but it's just the, pastra- the pastrami, like I went to Katz's because there's very few places in the world you can still get the hot pastrami. Um, so I went to Katz's a couple of weeks ago just to like remember. And the Katz's pastrami is still really good, but Langer's lives up to it. But the rye bread, the rye bread is the best rye bread. And just the way they do the Swiss cheese and the Russian dressing and the sauerkraut, Papa lights it. And you're wearing your Langer's Deli t-shirt. I am wearing my Langer's Deli right randomly. Now. And this was so, another recommendation from Phil. Yeah, Phil, Phil will never lead you astray. No. Love my Phil. Um, but yeah, if you, if, and it's like 15 bucks. Like this is something that you can easily get if you go to LA. Totally worth it. Yeah, the wait, I mean, we must have got, I'm we sure we got 10 lucky. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, they make you wait outside until a table is available. But actually, I liked that because once you are let inside, like your waiter's ready to serve you. Like yeah. I thought they had a great, a great system. service. Great service. Honestly, every, you, you know, what was really good there too, were the fries, like just the regular fries. Mm-hmm. Like they have like, crinkle like even the, the simple things there, they did super well. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I had a chocolate phosphate. Chocolate phosphate. Yeah, it was good. Um, I was full so we had that like one afternoon. I was literally full until the next afternoon. Yeah, it was so good. Like it, and I only had half of it. Like it made me like a little sick, but I really liked it and I'd still recommend it. Not on my top list. Um, I would choose favorites and say I like the Z-Man better. <laughs> oh, wow. I really want to go back I mean, to the Kansas Z-Man, City. Z-Man was incredible. All right. Number four for me was the Almond Granita from Cafe Sicilia. And this is my number three. So we'll just talk about it together. Okay. Well, let's just do that. Well, I thought it was interesting how in Aquaman... Um, the chick in that movie who, you know, Johnny Depp's ex-lover, uh-huh. uh, she didn't like Earth until she went to Sicily. Okay. She didn't like the surface. <laughs> Sorry. She, she lived like on the Earth. surface. Yeah. That's the whole point, right? The land and the sea are one. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't like land dwellers. Yeah. Until she went to Sicily and like girl preach. <laughs> Sicily <laughs> is so beautiful. And we were talking about that on the episode with Zan and Tamara too. Like just just like the drive from the airport to where we were staying in Noto is something that I will never forget. Like, it's just like these rolling hills and it's, you know, yeah. by the water. Cause it's an Island. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the almond. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're just staring at me, making me really uncomfortable. I'm good. So yeah. Cafe Sicilia. 
this is one of those things where, you know, we, we, Jason likes to say no, but honestly, he watched the, the Netflix show. He watched the show. What do you mean table. I like to say no? Well, you said that's not, a, I said we, we really, literally went there just for the Granita. You booked, you watched this show and booked a flight the yeah. same night. What do you mean I say no? I heard you say that, like, you said it. You were like, you said it on the podcast with Santa Tamara. You're like, well, we didn't really go there just for that. No, we really did. Yeah, we did. We yeah. stayed in Noto. That's why yeah, we went. we totally did. And it was funny because we checked into the best Airbnb on the planet, Giancarlo. Shout out. Shout out. Um, great friend of the pod. Great friend of the pod. He was showing us a map of what's in Noto. And he was like, oh, and we have this really great bakery. And we were like, <laughs> yeah, we know, bitch. We're going to stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, there's nothing else here we want to see other than that bakery, yeah. but thank you. But little did we know that it was also the breakfast at his bed and breakfast was very good. very close second uh, to Cafe Sicilia, some really good baked goods. Um, but yeah, so having the brioche with the fresh almond milk granita, it was like just like what the show makes you think it would be. Like it's, you're like, you're like, oh my God, I would like cut off my arm to eat that. Like you should. I agree. I mean, it was... Uh... I agree. You should cut off your arm. <laughs> End of story. Uh, yeah. Pod. The, <laughs> like, you think you know almond flavor, but you don't know anything about almond flavor mm-hmm. until you've gone to Sicily. So, like, don't even come at me. That's all I have to Next say. Next time we go. It's I'd... just so pure. Like, everything was, there was no artificial anything about Cafe Sicilia. And the granita there was just, it just tasted like you were eating an almond off a tree. And it's hot as heck. Way. So you really need a granita. Yeah. It's when you go in July. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, it was, it was yeah. so good. It was worth every, it was, it was worth that Ryanair flight. Oh my God. We almost lost our lives on that Ryanair flight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and everything, all the baked goods, all of the little cakes and things and just everything was so Everything good. there was amazing. So every time you walked in, you got like overwhelmed. You're like, I want to order that and that and that. And we yeah. usually did. But next time I'd say we should go there, go to Cafe Sicilia, and then maybe drive to Palermo because there's not super a whole lot to see in Noto. And then on yeah. the way back, hit it up again. Yeah. I'd like to go to No, out, I would go. See what Palermo yeah, I mean, has if we didn't go, don't ever go in July. Mm-mm. That's what we learned. You should go in October, November, December, April, May. Those are the times to go. We went to, uh, was that Syracuse? Syracuse. Where we, yeah. We like walked outside to some old auditorium. Yeah. Some old. <laughs> yeah, we went out there. We had some old auditorium. <laughs> them Romans and stuff. They used to go see them plays there. That was the hardest part of the trip. It's called an amphitheater, bro. <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> it was so hot. Yeah. It was the hottest I've ever been. Yeah. Well, worth it though for it to so go to Cafe Sicilia. Yeah. Anyway. All right. My, that was my number three. So what's your number three? Oh my gosh. I'm not ready. All right. My number three was the roast chicken from a mass, which, you know, I guess I've already talked about a little bit, so I don't really need to go over it again, but, um, you know, it had a reduced carrot and almond milk sauce and I really like that. It had this crispy skin. Um, you got to go to a mass. Yeah. All right. What's your number two? My number two was the celeriac. Mm. shawarma from Noma. So I was trying to pick, it was very hard for me to pick the best thing from Noma because it was also good. It was a toss up between the fried marigold, which was, I love that. With and an egg yolk sauce. With the egg yolk sauce. Oh. The the little cucumber grape leaf. Mm, I, it, I mean, it, about that. it was almost impossible. But the reason why I picked this was because the whole menu was vegetable and the way they brought this out to, so it actually looked like a shawarma and it looked like meat and you tried it with the truffle sauce and it was just, it was tasted like meat, but just better. the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I was a little nervous going into Noma. I was like, a, am I going to be full and B, like it, like it's all vegetables, but it was didn't need. You never missed it. You didn't it. need, you didn't need. And just like the you simple preparation need. with like, um, like people, you didn't, you don't need it. Little lingonberries and a little bit of greens, and yeah. they made it like they a, served it like, like a, a meat steak. dish. They yeah, served exactly. it like a steak, and uh, it was better than steak. Case closed, oh, and just to carve it at your table like that, and Case then we get to see it like keep closed. coming out to all the other tables, Case which was exciting. Closed, and then not only that, they they had the truffle sauce, and then they brought you out a yes. piece of the sourdough oh, bread. Oh, I from, forgot about that from Hearts 
Arts Bakery, which is now open, which is the guy from Tartine, which mm-hmm. apparently has lines out the hizzy now. Of course. Um, yeah, and then they bring you more of the truffle sauce to dip it in. I mean, it's insane. what a dish. What a dish. That was my number two. So my number two. This um, is also my number one, what she's going to talk about right yeah. now. Um, which is odd because it didn't make our list. <laughs> we literally just talked about it 10 but, minutes ago. Yeah, it's the five ages of Parmesan from Austria Francescana, which yeah. I know seems weird, but the thing is like, it really was the standout. It's kind of like when we're saying the French laundry had the oysters and the pearls, like it doesn't make up for the whole meal, but it was a dish of a lifetime. And was it worth going? (laughs) Yes. Like that one dish, like we weren't disappointed. No, I would, I would like, I'm not trying to go back there. Meeting, meeting Massimo Batera and this dish made it completely worth it. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad we went. I wouldn't, it wasn't a waste of money or time. No, we weren't like, it just didn't live up to our expectations. But Yeah. yeah, this dish was, but the dish it lived did. up to everything <laughs> because you're just you're there yeah. in the land of Parmesan, in the province of Parmesan, in the state of Parmesan, in the town of Parmesan, maybe in the restaurant of Parmesan. <laughs> five different ages, done five different ways. And that's all it is. It's that's just mind blowing, and it's so and it's good. just Parmesan. Yeah, you know, it, he whips it, he makes it into and Parmesan. Foam. Might be one of my favorite flavors. He makes flavors. it into a cracker. I mean, it's it's like yeah. what they say whenever they're trying to describe umami, like. A lot of times they say Parmesan. Like yeah. that's, it's just so savory. Um, and very generous portion on that, which yeah. was surprising to me. Um, so I really liked it. And it really did live up to the hype. And you should definitely go just for that dish because that's not one that's going to be leaving the menu. No. So that's your number and one. And you know what else I did like about Austria that I think if I did it again, I might like, so you could order the tasting or you can order off the menu. Mm. And Normally, these places, what I've found, even where we've gone recently, it's almost better to order off the menu than to do the tasting. The good thing about, I mean, the tasting, the reason why you do it, obviously, you get the 12 dishes, but you get, like, the signature dishes, too. You yeah. Could, you could get that. Like, they had that on the menu as well. Yeah. So, I think if I went back, I would go order a, a la point. carte. And then, well, it was true about a mass. We like that off the menu better, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's almost like when they have the option, like, you know, the Atelier Cran and Noma, that's they don't how have it the was option for that. But. When I went to Francescata 58 with mm-hmm. Vish and uh, Robbie, the a la carte was better than the tasting menu. Yeah, it's almost like when they have that option, you should take it. Yeah. but it's As so, long as they have the, the signature dishes on the But it's the so carte. hard. It's so hard not to, and everyone did it. Especially not when you've come all that way for yeah. most people. So. So that was my number one. What's your number one? Uh, The mold pancake from Noma. So they just took this tortilla and they grew mold on it. That's very much like the mold that's on a really good cheese. Just like this fuzzy mold. Mm -hmm. And they filled it with um, just a little disc of ice cream and some balsamic fig sauce. And I mean, that just blew my mind. (laughs) Like it was like, it was like ice cream in a blanket. You're laughing like it blew your mind. It did. It was just, that's like so clever and like i just love like i don't know i just love taking something that like a lot of people would think is disgusting and making it just freaking delicious yeah they spend a lot of time doing that i mean their whole thing is fermentation now and they just came out a book yes and i highly recommend you buy the book because it's really cool and you can basically ferment they've like figured out all these cool things you can do at your house to ferment things which are you know not a sponsor of the pod but one of one of the best books that we've gotten very so good. I've seen it everywhere. Um, yeah, we went, we were in bookstores and we were in LA and in Seattle, like all the bookstores are like featuring that book. Um, and I think I ordered it somewhere online where you could get it signed. So I got it signed by pretty awesome Renee. And normally that was the one, uh, thing that sucked about when we went to Noma that normally you can like pre-order the books and they'll sign it there. But he, they like, because this one was coming out, yeah. They, they didn't have any of the other books. Yeah. Um, and to me, this was like the dessert course because this was like a pre-dessert course. Um, but the weakest part of Noma to me, which, you know, it was all very good and I liked it a lot, was the very final dessert course. Which the was, terracotta? Oh, I, know. I disagree. I know. You liked it a lot. But for me, I was a little disappointed. Oh, uh, you don't even... They had this cake. It was good. I, I liked the presentation more than the flavor. <sighs> disappoint me 
I'm sorry. But anyway, kind of a repetitive list, but the problem is when Noma's there and we spent, you know, the time in Copenhagen. Yeah. It's just, it all kind of centered around this summer with a few outliers. Yeah. We what I'm going to try food. and do a better job of is in 19, when we have a like outstanding dish, I actually write it down. Yeah, of, so you don't forget Because I basically just went through the pictures and I kind of had some ideas. That's what I did too. But yeah, yeah there's, there's some uh, that could have made the list. Another but honorable then, mention to the Cobia from Bardo for dishes, which they recently took off the menu for something else that I'm sure is just as good. But God, I love that dish. Yeah, that was really good. I, I, I do want to say, mushroom. I want to say a surprise. Mm-hmm. So we're done. We're done with our top five. This is, it's we're over. moving on to something else. Okay. Which is the surprise, um, like fast food, unhealthy place that I really enjoyed discovering this year was teriyaki madness. <laughs> I really like teriyaki madness. Wait, so we're, we are done with the top five or we're not. This is <laughs> an done. honorable mention. This is, this has nothing to do with the top five restaurants. Yeah. But for like fast food, I really like teriyaki. Madness. I like you doing your down and dirty place. Teriyaki madness is very good. I don't have any desire to go back there. I've gone Once there. I've gone there like five times. I might go there tonight thinking about it. I like yeah. it there. I want to go get another slice of fruitcake from Lincoln's before they stop God, you serving love that. that there. I've had like four slices of it in the last freak. few days. I'm a freak. Is there anything you else you want to say about 2018? I'm pregnant. Who's the father? Ollie, the pug. Weird. You can't stop our love. Well, I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners. You've made the podcast has really grown this year and we hope to grow it even more in 2019, but you guys have been great. We have some great guests coming up. We've had some great guests. This was the year of the guests. We yeah. didn't have any guests. No. And we uh, had got some wonderful sponsors. Thank you to Bojangles and the parking spot. Yeah. And uh, we're always looking for more sponsors. Always. But uh, yeah, I mean, we had Kathleen Purvis on our pod this year. I mean, that was everything to which, me. Which, you know, we had a lot of other fantastic guests too, but just having Kathleen Purvis on was a free game. The fact that she was willing to sit in a room with us for an hour and a yeah. half was... I mean, she never looked us in the eye and she ran out. <laughs> but other than that, no, I'm she just was kidding. The she, kindest, was, she was the nicest person. Like, oh. And we've just, we've had great guests on from, from Allie and Chrissy and Olivia and Mark and Amanda. Yep. Oh. Steph and Alex yeah. and everybody. We had a great year. We had so. a great year. And there's gonna... some great guests coming up actually early yeah. in 2019. We're actually stacked up with guests for the next few Ian. weeks. Ian from Cup Ian's Lots. coming back. I don't have to yeah. say all of our guests. No, I was saying thank you for Ian for coming. Oh, come, You're oh, the one who shoot. said it. Shoot. Ian's not coming back. <laughs> but everyone, I hope you had a great 2018. Have a great 2019. Um, couple goals for the Stallion Pancake for this year. Okay. I want to completely redo our whole website. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because... We're going to start a GoFundMe for that. So that's why we need podcast sponsors. <laughs> Because we need, I don't know, 20,000 bucks to do <laughs> the website all. the way I want to do it. And we're going to redo our logo to make it a little bit more so we didn't just take it from Squarespace. So we've kind of outgrown Squarespace and we need an upgrade. Yeah. yeah. So, but we're only going to do it if we make, like, I'm not someone who half-asses something. Like, unless we can make it amazing, like, we're not going to change it. So yeah. we're going to wait till we save up the money to In do In due time. But I'm hoping that happens in 2019. And we'll continue, you know, doing the blog once a week on Tuesdays and doing the podcasts and uh, traveling the world. Bringing with my you guys Bay Monkey. content. Yeah. Just traveling the world. Yeah. That's what we do. Bay Monkey. So just remember, if you're not, and I know there's a bunch of you listening that are not signed up to our newsletter. What? Which That's is, not very nice. Which is if they're maybe not. rude. It is. A I mean, we're doing rude. this for free. Uh, you're listening. Yeah, you should I mean, sign you up might for be the hate newsletter. Jason knows? sends it out like whenever he remembers, once every three months. No, I send it once a month, uh-huh. and it just—it's just a nice little. <laughs> uh, hey, we're still here, and we care about yeah. you. Yeah, you so should what, sponsor the fact that this blog and podcast often causes a lot of marital discord for us. Yeah. You know, so we're, we're putting it all on the line here for you guys. <laughs> it's all on the line. So why don't you sign up for the newsletter? And also if you haven't rated us on iTunes and given us a five-star review, um, that would be fantastic too. That's all I'm asking for, for uh, Chinese new year. 
<laughs> All right. Happy New Year. Is Big it the Tuna. year? What's the year? Um, it's the year of the tortoise. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying that. Anyway, everyone have a great New Year. We are driving to Butston Hall. That's Maybe. our tradition. We do have a tradition. So if you go to Butson Hall on January 1st around 1130, <laughs> we'll be there. Say hi. Um, and everyone have a great week. And we will talk to you next week with a special guest. What? It's the year of the aqua pug. <laughs>